What is up, everybody? Welcome to Have to Cast episode number 102. Coming at you live from inside Habit HQ. My name is Josh Toll, and I'm joined by my good friend, Bartholomew the Great Roberts, as always. That is right. What's up? What's going on? How you doing? What's up is the sky. What's going on is a lot, and how I'm doing is okay. Okay. How'd you like that? Good set of responses? That was a nice little set of responses there. I wasn't as pre- I wasn't prepared for how well you were prepared for that. I wasn't. I was just flying by the seat of my pants. You do a good job. Is it seat of your pants or is it seam of your pants? I've never known this specifically. I've always I've always thought it was seat. I've never ever heard yeah. anyone say seam of your pants. I've, he- I've heard both. I was confronted with that today, and um, you know, I was a little confused. So, okay. So that's that. Uh, listen, this is Haptic Intel's uh, gaming podcast. It goes live each and every week, usually on uh, YouTube and across all audio platforms. So you can follow us on all audio platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, etc., Google Podcasts, you know, your podcast service of choice. Follow us on socials, Twitter, all that. Get updates Twitch. there. Twitch. Uh, Twitch. Subscribe TV. to us on YouTube. Speaking of, you know, we, we had Unclaimed Baggage go live the other day, which is a little yeah. video, video series that we do where we give, you know, we give each other gifts. Yep. from a place called Unclaimed Baggage and definitely not Amazon Prime. Definitely um, not. And we did that on the 100th episode of Hapticast on a live stream special event, and then we edited it together and put it up as its own video. I think it turned out pretty good for the most part. I, I think so, too. I think you did a really good job with it. Um, so go check that out. It's only you know like eight minutes long. That took us, I don't know, it, it was the better part of 45 minutes in, in the actual show. So how, how we got it down to eight minutes, I have no idea, but... But we did. So go go watch that. Um, and then we're also, you know, in the future, we're talking about having re- reviews coming back of some sort for video games in some some form or another. Uh, I've already started the script on one. I like it. Um, I love it. I read it. I, I read it without you knowing I read it and I love oh, it so far. Okay. There's not a ton in there, but um, yeah, so we're gonna be doing that. So listen, you should subscribe for that. And speaking of subscribing and getting all that, we're trying to hit a thousand subscribers this year and more if we can, you know, the, the, the year is early. We're at 627, I believe. So we're getting there. We would appreciate it. And, you know, also drop a, drop a review on uh, audio platforms and also, um, yeah, I don't know. That's my spiel. I think I got everything. Oh. Yeah. I, th- I think you nailed it, dude. I think that's it. But today, uh, what we're going to be talking about today um we have a little bit lighter on the game release schedule for now uh but really just because there's a lot of other stuff but nothing of huge consequence um the abysmal chronicles we're talking about the pokemon day presentation um brett is the pokemon expert here so he'll be talking about that and i'll be giving you my reactions to it as a very normie pokemon fan um more stuff from Atomic Cart and the developer Mundfish apologizing after people found quote unquote racist cartoons within the game. Uh, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, slick stories. Uh, hopefully, we're getting a new or a Fallout New Vegas remaster. Um, the people that made it are interested in doing so. So we're going to be talking about that. And of course, our main topic is talking about the new Nintendo Switch model coming out this winter, which I mean, I, I must tell you, I'm ready to say, you know, slap a confirmed sign on that um yeah and just get on with our lives so that's what we're here to talk about today but we're going to start the show as we always do by talking about our media consumption update what we're playing what we're watching what we're doing all of that now brett i think you have a lot more this week than me so let me just blow through mine quickly and then i'll I'll turn it you you can take you can take it over okay okay yep also i think my headset might be dying so that's bad 
even though I just charged it. No, we're good. Okay, we're good. All right. So, movies. We both watched this little film called Knock at the Cabin by M. Night Shyamalan. You liked it. I did not like it at all. I thought it was better than old, but not by much. Old is Shyamalan's last movie. And I, I must tell you, my man, I feel like we have entered, we've quietly entered into an era where we're back on shit tier Shyamalan. Like we're descending into this new era and revisiting the poopy, the poopy Shyamalan tier. I get that. I don't think Knock at the Cabin was poopy. I know a lot of people do think that. I actually didn't mind Knock at the Cabin. Uh, but I do agree, like, compared to what it usually makes, we are in the poopy Shyamalan era. Yeah. So I didn't love it. I don't think it was like. I don't think it was as unforgivable as old was. But yeah, I, I'm here to tell you. I, I, I can't fucking I, no. I have a weird experience with old because I saw an unreleased version of it right. uh, at an early screener and like some of the special effects weren't done and honestly I don't even know if the cut that I saw is the same cut that ended up being released I would be interested to see because yeah, I didn't watch it till after release I wonder if yeah. it wasn't really different maybe if you oh Oh, sorry, I just got scared from our notification. Uh, thank you for the subscription, Jamie Boyko. Yo, thank you, Jamie. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Damn, I have to turn those notification sounds down. <laughs> just blaring your ears. <laughs> uh, it scared me. But um, yeah, I wonder if the cut that you saw wasn't different. So maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. And also, I might have been high on the movie because I was like at the early screening. So it might have been like a special thing for me where I like the movie more because of that. But right. Um, I'd have to check out old again, but yeah, I didn't well, care for, I, I didn't mind knock at the cabin. Yeah, I gave it a four good. out of five. I, I will say this. I think Batista and um, the girl that plays the young daughter in the movie were the best parts of that film. Hand, yeah, hands down. I agree. Hands down. Um, games, uh, playing a little bit of overwatch with you at game sucks playing, tried apex again, just to see what's going on. I don't know about that game at all. Um, played Uno again. <laughs> Uh, they were updated Uno. Um, that game is still abysmal. Um, They've added a lot of unique things to that game. Yeah. And it, listen, it's starting to run worse and worse the more they add. Dude, it is. It is. But it's a fun little romp with friends occasionally. Yeah. Um, and then just a couple of the games I kind of tried hopped in and out. Atomic Heart, I tried it. Uh, we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. No. No, this game is bad. This game is not good. Wow, I played two or three hours of it, and I'm here to tell you it's literally insufferable. Um, I think if I was in the right state of mind, I would find it very funny and entertaining. Um, I was not in the right state of mind. Let's just say I met a very um, sexually charged uh, vending machine. Oh, yeah, a lot of people like that. Yeah, no. I turned the game off after that because <laughs> I wanted to die. I'm seeing a lot of people say that the game was kind of like translated poorly from russian to english kind of yeah. like when you see like a japanese the english dub of like an old 90s japanese anime or something yeah but here's um, the thing i tried it with with russian and then english subtitles. Uh, no just so bad is garbage gotcha i mean i don't know about like i don't i can't hear the the cadence of the russian voice like i don't understand it as much obviously but the script is there and it's bad understood so i think you might like this game more than i do to be honest with you 
And maybe if I went back in the right headspace, I'd like it. But I ain't going back right now. Too many other things to play. Hopped into Outriders briefly on PlayStation. It's on the PS Plus collection, whatever fucking shit was added. Uh, This game is aggressively mid. Um, (laughs) I don't know how else to phrase it. Uh, I won't be going back to it. Um, And then I also tried, and I think I'm going to go back and try it again because I got all the way to the end, but couldn't beat the boss. The Wolong demo. I I like this game. Um, And I also forgot it's coming to... Brett does not like this game, obviously. I also forgot it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Um, which is cool. So maybe I'll play it over on Xbox instead. But I enjoyed enjoyed the demo. Boss is very hard at the end. Um, okay, quickly. TV and anime. I'm watching Ted Lasso. Uh, we have, and maybe for anybody that didn't claim it, fun fact, spoiler alert. If you got a PS5, you got a six-month Apple TV trial. If you didn't claim it, you should, because it expires in March of 2023. And because Severance is on there. So I'm watching Ted Lasso because the new season starts next week, so I'll be able to to do that. And if they drop the full season, I can watch the new one. If not, I'll worry about getting it elsewhere. Ted Lasso is awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm really interested in checking out Ted Lasso. It's fucking incredible. It's a feel-good show. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is awesome. The rest of the cast is awesome. It's about soccer, which I don't care at all, um, but it's cool because he's a, a American football coach that gets brought to England to coach a Premier League soccer team because yeah. the owner wants to tank the team. Um, mm. And it's awesome. He turns it around and makes it a good yeah, team. Dude, and, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's a, it's a very predictable, like feel good kind of thing. But like, but I've heard it's good though. You're just there rooting, and it's awesome. Right. It's awesome. Um, okay, and then lastly, and then I'll turn it over to you, and we can talk about it briefly if you want to. The Last of Us watched the new episode last night, um, which was Left Behind. You know the from the the game DLC. It's uh, very good. So that's all I have to say. I think it's a phenomenal show. It was a uh, pretty. I mean, it was more the Left Behind adaptation was actually more faithful than some parts of other parts of like the story itself. It was. Mm-hmm. Pretty much beat for beat, all there and location for location, and all of the props and stuff. So it was cool. That's great. Um, yeah, I'll move. I'll move on to what I've yep. been playing and watching and stuff. But I will start with Last of Us because I did watch it as well, and I'm I'm still loving that show. I'm loving everything they're doing. I'm loving the little recaps they do at the end of each episode to like get you in the mind of Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann just to see what they were thinking, uh, and all the actors and actresses as well. And I got to tell you, dude, this might have been and. I don't want you to take this as a negative. This might have been my least favorite episode. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, it's still an amazing episode of TV because every episode of the show has been fantastic. It's also my least favorite episode of the entire show so far. Yeah, And it's not because it's bad. And like no. I said, it's a beat for beat adaptation. But it feels really weird in this spot. You know, I understand why uh, Craig Mazin explained like, um, you know, she had a choice when she was there with with Riley in the mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil anything, but she had a choice whether or not she was going to take the easy way out or, or leave. Uh, and she decided that she was going to like, tough it out and and stay by Riley. And that is something that she was thinking about when she was being told by Joel to like, go. Right. No, no, no. I get it. So I do get it. It's just it feels a little. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And uh, yeah, just it. Unfortunately, it, it is my least favorite episode of the show so far, but I still am, am loving the show. Um, 
one hundred percent. All right, what else have I have I been watching? I've been watching. Um, I just added this because I just remembered. I've been watching this WWE biography series. So I'm a big wrestling fan. I don't watch much of WWE anymore, but I do have memories of watching it when I was a kid and a teenager and whatnot. And they released this uh, this biography series on A and E called WWE Biography. And I got to tell you, every episode is rated like an eight and above um, on IMDb. So they're all really good. And they're like almost two hours long. I watched the one about uh, WWE wrestler superstar Edge, which was great Mm -hmm. because he started in the 90s and then had a horrible neck injury that like ended his career for 10 years. And then uh, right before COVID-19 hit, uh, which I guess 2020, 2019, 2020, he actually um, was cleared by doctors and was told he's allowed to come back and he's still active today. So 10 year, 10 year uh, break. And now he's back. That was a good one. But I also watched the DX, the D generation X biography. Mm -hmm. That was also fantastic. And my man, they literally used clips from um, Eastbound and down where, uh, or no, maybe it was vice principals. I don't remember which one it was, but it was my man doing the the crotch chop Mm -hmm. in the hallway at the kids when he worked at the school. Uh, So I thought that was awesome. And uh, that was also a really good documentary series as well. So I highly recommend A&E's WWE biography. Uh, I also watched Knock at the Cabin, which we already talked about. I watched a little film called Southland Tales by the guy uh, who made Donnie Darko. And it like predicted Mm -hmm. a lot of of political things in this country. But I got to tell you, did not love that movie. I watched an anime anthology called Memories, which was um, pretty good. There was three shorts. The first one was my favorite. So it, it kind of sucked that the first was my favorite because I was like into it. And then my right. attention span for it kind of slowly faded away. But highly recommend checking that out. 90s anime, always really cool, really good quality, um, very mature anime. And then I rewatched something that I watched a couple weeks ago that I didn't get to mention to you. And it's a little short film from 2003 called The Price Master. I don't want to say much about this. It is like on the tier of like Eric Andre and Tim and Eric, but it was from 2003, like way ahead of its time. It was a school project that these kids made for a class. And they basically set up a yard sale in front of their, their sorority house. And all of the items were severely overpriced and they were just weird items. Like one was a goldfish in murky water and it was just like a, it was a goldfish tank with like really gray water and you couldn't even tell what was in it. And it had a price tag for like 50 bucks on it. So stuff like that, people would come to the the garage sale and they would ask like, how much is this? And the guy would point and there was a big stage they had set up with a man wearing a mask and like weird clothes. And he was like making weird movements and he would literally just have a microphone in front of him and you would ask how much something is. And he would just go five thousand dollars and everything was like really overpriced and people were like wait so is this a joke and it was basically like a social experiment where nothing was really for sale uh they were just seeing how people would react and just the responses from the people are hilarious it's in texas 2003 texas uh so you can imagine the types of people that showed up they were not very happy at uh being made a joke of right uh, and then wrapping it up, wrapping this whole thing up before we move on to our actual topics for today, I played Uno. I played some Dead Space, which I'm enjoying. I played some Overwatch. Uh, I also played the Wolong demo. I, I do not like that game at all. I'm sorry. Um, I won't say much more about that. It's not for you. It's not for me. But most importantly, I got my PlayStation VR 2, and I have played mm-hmm. some games. Let's hear it. So Horizon, Call of the Mountain, or whatever it's called, 
is really awesome. It really makes use of all of the PSVR 2's new features, the eye tracking, the haptic feedbacks on the actual headset itself on your forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 3D audio is in full play here. Um, the new controllers, the dual sense, uh, the motion sense, I don't remember what they're called. They mm-hmm. are f- slaptastic as well. The tracking is fantastic. The graphics are fantastic. Uh, it's it's really like a tech demo of, but it's not a tech demo, it's like a full game, but it's right. like a tech demo of what is capable with this new technology. Um, I played Pavlov a little bit. Pavlov is a first-person shooter. It's like Call of Duty on PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. I played a little bit of the gun range. I'm digging that. Uh, I played Vacation Simulator, which they ported over for free, along with uh, Job Simulator, so good on them cool. for making a free upgrade. A lot of the games are like a $10 upgrade. One of those being Res Infinite, which I also played. Mm. That actually my first time playing Res Infinite. I know you played a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, what Every a weird game, game that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very weird. An experience. Yeah, you could say that again. Uh, I played some Thumper, which is a great rhythm game. Great visuals. Great Killer music. App. Killer app. I love that. And then finally, I played some Star Wars Galaxy's Edge or Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, whatever it's called. Maybe my least favorite experience i've had so far i did not like the movement in that game um the graphics were not great i think it's an oculus game or a quest game yeah it's been um, out for a while yeah not a big fan of that one it was cool being able to like throw grenades and then like thermal detonators and exploding them and killing um first order stormtroopers and stuff like that like that was kind of cool but um maybe my least favorite experience so far and overall i'm enjoying my psvr2 i get very sick when i play it uh so i got to get better at that womp womp um that's it that's that's all i've been doing so let's move on let's get to our to our main topics before we do so though josh i'm gonna need you to roll the intro so we can start the show please Josh, here's the deal. Before we start, there's something I got to do. What's that? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, you got to go to hapticintel.com slash merch. Check out all the latest merch options we have available to us. A lot of cool stuff, including this Haptic Intel That's Awesome Dude shirt and the little Fisher Tykes hat that Josh is wearing right now. Uh, it's official Haptic Intel merch, so go check that out at hapticintel.com slash merch. And then also, I'm not going to do the full ad read, but... You can go to w.gg. Uh, it's an energy drink. You can use code SLICK, save 10% off your order. Um, I'm a little upset with W right now, so I'm not going to do their full ad read if that's oh, okay they, with you, Josh. What they do to you, dude? Dude, they just, um, they just give too many discount codes to not our fans, and that's a problem because it makes fans not want to use our code. Well, 
the real fans use use code slick that's right so w.gg use code slick save 10 percent on your entire order listen it's got the neuro factor that's all you need to know so all right that's it you heard it all right josh how do you want to handle this what do you, Would mean? you like me to start well do the video game releases and then <clears throat> Well, I'll here, I'll do the video game releases because you normally do it. Then you'll do the Abysmal Chronicles, yep. And then and then I'll do the Slick Story, and then you can start the main topic because you brought it to our attention. Okay. Yep. All right. Here we go. Upcoming video game releases. Brett, we only have three of them today. Destiny Two Lightfall launches tomorrow across all platforms. So if you're a Destiny fan, you go ahead and hop back in. I was telling Brett the other day I'm interested in getting back into Destiny, but ain't nobody got time for that. Um, also, they removed the content, so fuck off. Literally, nobody's got time for that. Fernbus Coach Simulator comes out for PS5 and Xbox Series consoles tomorrow as well. Do I know? Dude, what, what is that? Do I know what Fernbus Coach Simulator is? No, but it's a sim, but it's a simulator game, and I like Power Wash Simulator. So there you go. That that does not mean anything at all. Um, and then we have Wo Long Fallen Dynasty coming out for all major platforms, including last gen platforms ps4 and xbox one coming out on march 3rd and it is a day one launch on game pass so keep that in mind if you are an xbox game pass subscriber i am all right brett the abysmal Josh, chronicles. let's hop into the abysmal chronicles these are a couple of stories that were just a little bit too abysmal to make it as our main topic as a reminder our main topic for today is about a brand new nintendo switch model coming later this year but before we get to that, let's hop into the Abysmal Chronicles. So I'm going to start off with this one, Josh. The Pokemon Day presentation was absolutely mid. Yeah, hit me with it. I'm seeing some not great things about it online. I'm going to read you everything we saw, and okay. then I'm going to explain why it's mid. Okay. I'm going to hold my my judgment until the very end, and then I'm going to unload it all at once. Okay. Give me your load. So Pokemon released a slew of news today in honor of Pokemon Day. In my opinion, the announcements were quite mid. Here they are. The Pokemon Company reminded us that the Pokemon World Championship will be held in Japan this year for the first time. The date is still TBA. The key so literally, is up behind us right now, actually. Literally them just saying it's happening in Japan. We love Japan. A classic set of Pokemon cards is coming with more info to be announced at the Pokemon World Championship. This looked pretty cool. It was like a premium Pokemon card uh, set with like really nice case and like leather mats and um, tokens. And it looked like it came with like a Charizard, like the original Charizard card and a couple of other cards too. Hmm. So it looked really premium and really nice as a collector item. And especially if you play the game, the card game, that might be really cool for you to have. That one's a win in my opinion. A new Netflix and Pokemon venture was announced called Pokemon Concierge. Have you heard about this, Josh? No. So... It's a new Netflix series that they're creating with Pokemon, and it's got this like stop motion art style. It's very cute. It's very cutesy. It reminds me of like Domo. If you remember Domo, um, very Japanese. Um, I don't really know what else to say about it. It looks cute. Gato, dude. dude, it honestly looked kind of good, but we'll see. It's about a Pokemon hotel where Pokemon go to relax. Huh. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Interesting. Zacian is hitting the Pokemon Unite and has an event lined up to boot. Zacian is the legendary Pokemon from Pokemon Sword. He has a sword, as you would imagine, and he uses it 
to uh, fight. So mm-hmm. there's that. Pokemon Cafe Remix will have an event featuring the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet trio, as well as a great ch- uh, Chef Greninja outfit throughout several in-game events. So you're able to select one of the new starters from Scarlet and Violet in Cafe Remix, and then you yeah. get a Greninja outfit. This is one that you and I, this and Pokemon Unite were two that you and I both said will probably be there. Um, along with this next one. We're always right. Pokemon Masters EX will bring back Leon and Charizard with the latter's max moves unlocked. You can also get a 3,500 gem present for the 3.5 year anniversary of the game's release if you log in. Uh, and they also showed off champion versions of the rivals and friends from Pokemon Sword and Shield, which actually they looked really cool. So basically, Josh, it was like an alternate um, universe version of the Sword and Shield rival. And um, I don't even know what else to call them friends, but they were the champ as if they won the champion instead of you. And they had like cool outfits and stuff like that. So they're also going to be in the game. Gotcha. Another announcement that you and I predicted would be here. Pokemon Sleep. Yeah. Yeah, you were you were dead on with this one. Pokemon Sleep Lives. We have the full breakdown of what it entails here. Um, I'm reading this off my notes. Guess what? I don't have that link. But basically, it's just an app that tracks your sleep patterns. And when you sleep, as it's tracking your pattern and how you're sleeping, Pokemon that sleep the same type of way as you will appear on an island uh, on your phone. And then they didn't really say what you do with those Pokemon, but they appear. And I guess you try to collect them. That's awesome, dude. Uh, along with that they're introducing the pokemon go plus plus wait that's the actual name yeah it's called pokemon go plus plus and it will work with pokemon go and pokemon sleep so what it is 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 it's an auto catcher for pokemon go so you can walk around with it in your backpack as pokemon appear in pokemon go it will automatically catch them it'll automatically spin poke stops Uh, it'll do all that for you and then on top of that, it also can be used as a sleep tracker for Pokemon Sleep. So you can put it under your pillow and um, go to sleep. So li- they literally expect you to put this thing under your pillow. When you, you push a button, you put it under your pillow, you go to sleep, you wake up, you push the button again, you get ready for work, you grab it, you put it in your bag, you go to work with your Pokemon Go. And then on your way home from work, you do it. And then you go home and you push the button, you put it under your pillow. So literally, it's like taking over our lives. Um, and that's awesome, dude. That's quite awesome. More like Pokemon Go plus sus, dude. Yeah. Another development, Pokemon Go will connect with Scarlet and Violet today. And home support, Pokemon mm. home support, mm. is still coming early 2023. Oh, I thought you were about to say Pokemon Go sp- home support. Okay, well, well, never mind. That's bad, but okay. We'll get we'll get to that in a minute. All right. We're getting two more terror raids for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and they're version exclusive. Mm. Um, it's two new legendary Pokemon, uh, or I don't know what the word is for them, but they're like... One's from the future, one's from the past. One is Suicune, and one is someone from a game I never played. Okay. All right. And most importantly, the big announcement. The biggest thing they announced was the hidden treasure of Area Zero, parts one and two. They were announced, and they will serve as DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, launching in the fall and winter, respectively, uh, in two different parts. Yeah. Now, I want everybody to put a big pin in that and remember that for later, too, for our main topic. But continue. We will be coming back to that. So that's everything. That's all that we saw. And you might be thinking as like a non-Pokemon fan, like that sounds like a lot of awesome Pokemon no, stuff. No, that's not what I'm thinking. As a Nori Pokemon fan, I'm telling you that sounds like a lot of bullshit to me. It was. So here's my my thoughts. And you can jump in if you want, whenever. Yeah. So we didn't get, this is why it's mid. There's no new mainline Pokemon game teased. And I know right. we just got one, 
But you could have teased something. All right. A tease. No new Let's Go game. We have, yeah. at this point, officially abandoned Let's Go. That's a shame. That's a damn Big shame. Time. It's a crying shame. No remake tease, no spinoff series tease, no sequel or DLC announcement for Legends Arceus. So we're not getting a Gen 5 remake. We're not getting a new spinoff series like Legends Arceus was. And we're not getting any DLC or a sequel to Legends Arceus, apparently. So there's just no new games in development right now. We have no idea what's next. Well, at least that we know of. Okay. Pokemon Home Integration is coming to Scarlet and Violet early 2023. A.K.A. right now, dude. I've been waiting. They do this every year. Every time a new game comes out, they say, oh, support's coming early 2020, whatever. And then guess what, dude? You got to wait. And you got to wait. The thing is, it is early. We're we're approaching like... We're approaching mid, which yeah. is what this whole presentation was. Yeah. Pretty soon it will be mid. So, And you might be wondering, like, why is that a big deal? Well, well, because I want to get the com- the complete Pokedex without having to fucking catch every little thing that I already have. So I want to just import them. Right? I understand. I get it. I, I know. It's a crying this, shame. This next one is big, and I'm surprised no one's talking about it. No Detective Pikachu 2 movie or game announcements. Detective Pikachu was a good movie. That That movie slapped, and there's a game series for it. That's what it's based on. And a sequel has been in development. Where is it? And I find it honestly this this point almost the most interesting because I look at something like Sonic right now and they're killing it. That goes Pokemon killing it with movies. They killed it with Detective Pikachu one, which is why it's so crazy that they haven't made a sequel. I don't get it. And I've heard that there might be some issues with the main character. I believe his name is Justice um, Smith, something Justice Smith, whatever his name is, he came out as gay or bisexual or something, LGBTQ plus. Mm -hmm. And that might be why the movie has been held up. He well, that's what he thinks is the reason why he said that in an interview, Um, which if that's true, fuck them. Fuck Nintendo. Because Japan. Yeah, Uh, that's bad. Yeah. So that's that. Um, And then this one was this one's abysmal, dude. So Scarlet and Violet have integration with Pokemon Go now. Mm-hmm. You can send postcards from Pokemon Go into Scarlet and Violet. And when you do so, all that does is change the appearance, the pattern of the wings on a single butterfly Pokemon that has been in Pokemon for many years. It's not even a new Pokemon. So if you want to collect all the different wing patterns of this Pokemon, this butterfly, you got to transfer postcards from different regions and the different regions will change the different wings. That sounds really dumb. And on top of that, if you do so, it'll give you a Pokemon from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It's exclusive to Scarlet and Violet. Gimme Ghoul. And to evolve Gimme Ghoul, my friend, you need to evolve Gabagool you need 999 Gabagool coins, which you can only get by catching more Gabagool. So they expect you to send, I'm assuming, 999 postcards to Scarlet and Violet from Pokemon Go so you can catch 999 Gabagools to evolve them into Goldango. So 
the whole presentation sucked. Um, I was not happy. And uh, yeah. I, I mean, listen, I don't really have much of substance to add to this conversation other than it all sounds bad and I'm sorry for you. It's okay. They couldn't even put the old games on the Nintendo Switch Online thing, which is like such an easy thing to do. The only thing I'm going to say, we can leave it at this unless you have anything else that you want to add. Game Freak needs help or needs to be removed. It's too much. It's it's too much on them and it's not enough out of them at the same time, if that makes sense. I agree. So something's got to get. And Nintendo's pulling a Phil Spencer right now. Leave the 343 on the project way too long. So. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Munfish, developer yeah. of Atomic Heart, apologizes after racist cartoons are discovered in game. Yeah. This is coming from Eurogamer. Yeah. Josh, what is going on here? Um, they have been quoted as saying, we apologize if using the vintage cartoon or music has caused hurt or insult. While the footage wasn't directly designed by Munfish, apparently the cartoon concerned is a real Soviet Tom and Jerry-esque animated series called New Pogo Dli that ran in Russia from the 1960s on. <clears throat> Uh, the studio apologized for hurt and insult caused by the offensive cartoon and said it will edit the parts in question after players discovered it in one of the game's save rooms. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to read the note that I added here. I'll read that in a second. But to me, I mean, if if the developer didn't want it in there and somehow it got in there, then that's one thing. But if it was really there to add <clears throat> context or flavor to the world, I don't see the problem with this specifically. Like the game is takes place in like an alternate history Soviet Russia, right? So like, its inclusion actually kind of makes sense given the context of the world. Um, so I don't know about that. That seems like maybe a censorship issue to me. But so here's my thing. I agree. <clears throat> I, I want to preface this by saying we are on the right side here. You and I, we're not. You know, we're not against this. <clears throat> I'm Ukrainian. <clears throat> yeah, you could track. You can look at our track record. You could. You could see like. You know, we're not racist. We're not anything like that. This is a really tough one to, to discuss here because we don't want to sound any type of way. We don't want to, you know, come off as abysmal. But here's the deal. To me, this reads they wanted to include something from that era that fit and makes sense. Um, now, was that the, the best episode to choose? No. Um, if that was done on purpose, that's abysmal. Uh, it's also worth noting. <clears throat> against Munfit, my, my point against Munfish saying that they are being racist here is that I've seen a photo of the developers, Munfish and their office. And I'm pretty sure every single person on their team is a white male mm. besides their CEO, who is a um, woman. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was going to say a very, very good woman, but I will let you Google that yourself and figure that out. Um, so. The only other thing that. I wanted to, <clears throat> I wanted to add to this <clears throat> You're dying. Are you okay? I, I am. Yeah, I'm clearing my throat. I keep muting myself to clear my throat, but <clears throat> I have some schmeck in there right now. Um, <laughs> the author of this article, the writer of this author, article, Vicky Blake, added the following kind of context. And again, this is coming from Eurogamer, so you can go look that author up if you'd like to. But they added the following context, and I, I do take serious issue with this part. 
Um, the author said, quote, the news follows controversies around a Munfish and its game as previously outlined by Eurogamer. And more questions have arisen now that the game has been released, many of which Munfish seems disinclined to answer, end quote. I do, I, I think it needs to be pointed out again, right? Just because they are a Russian studio does not mean they support the Russian government and the Ru Russia being the aggressor in the war against Ukraine, right? And also, I think people have to understand, like, if they say anything specifically, they can get disappeared. I was going to say that. I don't think people realize that. <laughs> like, I think we're all coming from a place of freedom where we, we don't have to worry about that, but yeah. no one is taking that into consideration. They're already on the shit list for making an like an anti-propaganda game, right, in this, which it is. Which was being developed before the the, right. con, the thing in the conflict it, in Ukraine even happened. All it takes is them or their leadership to say one wrong thing, and they're taken away and probably killed. So I right. want to make that very clear. So the inclusion of this is really dense and fucking stupid by the author. And I take serious issue with it. And again, this is coming from somebody who is Ukrainian. So their hands are tied and everybody needs to calm down a little bit. So yeah, that's really all I have to say. All right, let's move on to the slick stories then, Josh. What do you got for me? So, Obsidian thinks a Fallout New Vegas remaster would be quote-unquote slick. This is coming from VGC. Now, they did not use the word slick, but I added that because it is slick. <clears throat> so, original Fallout co-creators, co Tim Kane and Leonard Boyarski, Boyarski. Boyarski, have expressed their enthusiasm for a potential Fallout New Vegas remaster. Kane said in a recent interview, quote, not that it's up to me, but wouldn't a graphical remaster of Fallout New Vegas be awesome, end quote. Bowarski yeah! continued and added, quote, it would be awesome, end quote. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. So last year it was claimed that very early talks had actually been held about a potential Fallout New Vegas sequel with Obsidian and Bethesda owner Microsoft reportedly expressing a lot of interest in making it happen. Also, to add, Obsidian CEO Fergus Urquart, no idea how to pronounce that name, dude. Sorry. Fergus? Dude, Fergus Urquhart recently said that he'd love to work on another Fallout game given the chance. Fergus said, now, oh, I added this as a note because while they said they want it to happen, this is kind of the, the context and where it lies. Quote, we're not working on Fallout and we haven't even talked about what it would be, end quote, he claimed. So, seems to me there's a lot of excitement for a remaster and a sequel. It seems that, you know, everybody there is in a good place to make that happen. <clears throat> but I'll also tell you this. Obsidian is working on Avowed right now. They just came out with Pentiment, and all of their smaller teams are kind of rolled into Avowed, and they also apparently have two other games in development. And they're also about to relaunch a huge DLC for the Outer Worlds. So, yeah, but I don't know if they need to be the one to remaster the game. No, I'm saying as far as the sequel goes. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Listen, would it be slick? Yeah. Would a sequel be slick? Yeah. Would a remaster be slick? Yeah. Um, and do I want to? I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they need to remaster that game. Mods have made it pretty good looking over the years. Uh, That's true. Runs great on Steam Deck. <laughs> runs great on Steam Deck. It runs great in general. If you have a, a turd machine, it probably runs really good. Yeah. I think um, on a toaster at this point. New Vegas wasn't my preferred Fallout experience of that generation. Ooh. I preferred three. Ooh. And I'm going to stay with it. I think the setting is so much cooler. And that's just me. But um, New Vegas was awesome. New Vegas was awesome. So I, I don't have much more to say. Yeah, I think narratively New Vegas was more interesting. But I think the world maybe of 
Fallout 3 was more interesting. So I hated my my story in New Vegas. That's my fault. And didn't you do I the chose, same thing to yourself in Fallout 4? I chose the S Man ending. No, Fallout 4, I I locked myself into a save situation where I wanted to get every ending. I got to the point where you had to make a choice that changed the rest of the game, and I saved, and I was going to play every ending, but it was too much. Um, my anxiety got the best of me, basically, and I was like, I give up. I don't want to do this anymore, and I just never beat the game because of it. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. All right, Brett, let's move into our main topic, shall we? Guys, a new Nintendo Switch model is coming this winter, and the source of this news, you will not believe it. It's 4chan, but it's oh real. Oh, my God. It's real, okay? And I know you don't you don't want to believe that, but it's real. So three days before the Pokemon Day presentation, which took place today, an alleged insider took to 4chan, revealing what he claimed was the contents of the upcoming presentation. Well, Josh, here's the deal. He got every single thing correct. And oh my God. <laughs> he hinted at an upcoming Nintendo Switch model release. Quote, he said, or I'm sorry, he said, quote, I am a programmer at a Pokemon outsourcing company. My English is very poor, so I used machine translation to complete this post. The theme of the DLC is Hidden Treasure of Area Zero and Hexagon. Version 1.2.0 includes dressable clothes as a reward for DLC purchasers. We'll include Yuri Minamino and Tetsunashi. Uh, basically... Yes, those are that is confirmed. <laughs> These are Paradox Weekend and Paradox Verizian. Um, he named the types, which were correct as well. And then a mystery Pokemon with a green mask will be shown. That also happened. Special terrestrial appearance, um, which we don't know anything about that yet because they did not show it in the direct. The third legendary Pokemon is a large blue turtle. This was also confirmed today in the Pokemon Direct. And then finally, the last thing they said is we are working on a graphic enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch models that will also be co or I'm sorry, that will be released alongside DLC 2. So. Diving into his statement there, if you look at what he said, DLC 2, as we know, it is called the Hidden Treasure of Area Zero Part 2, the Indigo Disc, which will arrive in winter of 2023. So if what this leaker said is true and he is to be believed a new nintendo switch model will be launching alongside the dlc with a performance patch for the game with it so what do you think here's the thing unknown source specifically right which would be a strike against the fact is 4chan well 4chan all right strike two yeah <laughs> strike one maybe so that strike two is the the unknown source Right. Um, but the fact that everything else in here was 100% correct. I feel comfortable in saying that this is probably happening. And that we're going to get a new switch model, a more powerful switch model. It sounds like going off the fact that he called graphics gra graphics enhancement patch for yeah. new Nintendo switch models. So. I don't know if it'll be called the Nintendo switch still, if it'll be like the Nintendo switch two or i don't know pro switch pro or something whatever um but that all points in that direction and if it is releasing alongside dlc2 which comes out this winter well then you can play that on your new nintendo switch 
Your yeah, that's what it's that's what it sounds like to me. I agree that like there is definitely two strikes with it being an unknown source and it being from 4chan. But the thing is, they nailed every single thing, including details that make no sense to have just guessed and gotten right. Um, he literally got the name of the DLC right. He literally um, mentioned the dressable clothes as a reward for DLC purchasers. Like if you purchase the DLC, you get clothes in the game right now. So like right. he knew that he knew about the green turtle. Um, or sorry, the Mr. Pokemon with the green mask and the large blue turtle, which are the two legendaries they showed off. So yeah, this is 100% real. Now, the thing you have to consider is, are we misconstruing his words? We are working on a graphics enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch models that will be released alongside DLC 2. Does that mean we are working on a patch for the newer Nintendo Switch models, so the OLED? That will be released alongside mm. DLC 2. Like the patch will be released alongside DLC 2. Mm. And I've thought about this myself. But I don't think that's the case. It, it sounds like he's saying the new Nintendo Switch models will be released alongside, alongside DLC 2. Yeah. I I agree with the latter there. And the thing is, is like the Switch OLED has a better screen, but not it's not capable of it's the same internal hardware, right? It's like not capable of a higher graphical fidelity. It might right. look better because of the screen, but it's not actually a graphical enhancement, right? Yeah. So I read it as what we talked about in the first place, rather than it being a new, right. a new console. Right. Other than, but I do think what you bring up is a good point, and maybe there is a translation error or something weird in there, but. I think I think it's a safe bet to say there'll be some sort of new console released alongside with it. It's been rumored for a long time. The Switch Pro. Yeah, uh, people have been talking about it forever. So well, it's also about time. So, yeah, definitely. So, all right. That's all I got for you. All right. That's it. That's it. We're done. It's all over. I don't. I also don't have the graphics up for what we talked about earlier. So, I mean, we can do it if you want to. I can pull up the site, but it's up to you. Actually, maybe we shouldn't pull up the site. Okay. Well, we can if you want to. Yes or no? You're saying we shouldn't? Eh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right. Um, listen, that was a good show. We had a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of Pokemon, a lot of Nintendo stuff. I don't like doing a lot of like one thing, but I think it was very important. We talked about the Pokemon Day presentation today and mm -hmm. the new Switch models. Listen, we don't make the news. We just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And today was a, a last minute stream. We weren't going to do it on a Monday. We usually do it on Tuesdays at 630, but we did it on a Monday and we threw the stream yeah. together and we, we wrote the outline out. And thankfully, there was some really good news to talk about. So, yeah. And if you don't like it, then you can leave. Yeah, absolutely. You can just get out of here. Yeah. Um, so listen, again, we had a new episode of Unclaimed Baggage go up. So, you know, be sure to check that out. Um, and then, you know, again, reviews coming in the future. Again, we're going to work on that a little bit different content. So subscribe for that. Again, follow on all social medias, all audio platforms. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Share it with your friends. Drop a comment. Let us know about your thoughts on everything we talked about today. Uh, even if you disagree with us, that's fine. Um, Everything helps the algorithm anyway, so what do we care? It's true. Anything else to add, Brett? No, just thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe. We love you. We appreciate you. Goodbye. <laughs>